Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the CX Goalkeeper podcast. Your host, Gregorio Leoni, will have smart discussion with experts, thought leaders, and friends on customer experience, transformation, innovation, and leadership. I hope you will enjoy the next episode. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Gregorio Uglioni, your host, the CX Goalkeeper. I had the great pleasure to interview Paul Cattrall and Neil Taff. Yes, these are the two gentlemen from Fireside Chat Without the Fires. I had really an outstanding discussion with them. It was terrific. And therefore, I decided to split it in two episodes. Now I'm going to share the first one and next week the second one. I hope you will enjoy this one and stay tuned for the next one. Enjoy! Ladies and gentlemen, this is really a big, big pleasure. I'm not interviewing one, but two great people. And in particular, are Neil and Paul. They are with me from Fireside Shipes Without Fires. Good evening, good day, good morning. How are you? I'm wonderful. I can only speak for this half of the Fireside Chat. Uh, I'm wonderful, and I'm thrilled, Gregorio, to be back with you. It's strange for me to say your name, Gregorio, because in my mind, when I associate you, I, I just go right to CX Goalkeeper. So I have to think for a second to remember, no, no, his name is really, it's Gregorio. But I'm thrilled to spend time with you. Uh, CX Goalkeeper, Gregorio, you're a wonderful host and gracious, and, and thank you for having us. Thank you, Neil. And now I am again, I must ask the question, how are you feeling, Paul? <laughs> Um, Gregorio, I'm buzzing. What an absolute honor to be part of this podcast. Thank you so, so much. And yeah, it's great. I, I can't wait to get stuck into this. Thank you so much for the very kind invite. And uh, echo what Neil said there. You're, you're a wonderful guy in the work and the content that you're putting out at the moment, mate, is second to none. So kudos. Thank you very much. And I think even if we are three, let's start asking questions. And perhaps, Paul, could you please start introducing yourself? I can try, although I'm not very good at it, to be honest with you. So um, my name is Paul Catherall. I am, I've got a number of different strings to my bow, I guess. I am first and primarily Director of Customer Care with Ultramobile. So I'm responsible for day-to-day -day delivery for our customers out there. That includes Ultramobile and Mint Mobile. Um, my other passions include sport. I'm going to be golfing in, in a number of hours, Neil. Sorry if that annoys you but i'm teeing off in about two hours so yeah can't wait for that for that to get annoys going. me no i'm uh, en i'm envious i'm not I'm never annoyed i'm just envious <laughs> and um i guess one of my big passions at the moment is i'm i'm, I'm really heavily involved in podcasting i've i've got a, an innate feeling built in with me that i want to help people either launch or start or grow either their own podcast or live stream so in a nutshell mate that's me apart from being dad to a wonderful darcy uh who I miss terribly. There you go. Thank you very much, Paul. And my half, the, the half that it's Italian from my side, I hand over to the president. And in Italy, <laughs> if you're speaking about to the president, then it's the president of a soccer team. And uh, therefore, Neil, could you please introduce yourself? Thank you, of course. Uh, my name is Neil Toff. Uh, one of the things I do, I'm the president and co-founder of Coldzilla. Uh, we are an outsourced contact center provider, or some people call us BPO, Business Process Outsourcer. Uh, we are a U.S. Uh, uh, outsourced contact center with operations in what we call Nearshore, South America, in Bogota, Colombia. Uh, and we have 
spread from two big sites to uh, work from home as well uh, during the pandemic. And uh, we've learned lots certainly about that. And we'll get into that, I'm sure, later in the podcast. Uh, and then I have my other uh, really fun job, which is I get to uh, co-create and co-host Fireside Chats Without the Fires with uh, the smarter of the two of us, Paul. He's the smart one. I'm the loud one. He makes sure that the podcast runs like a Swiss watch. And I'm just the one that makes the volume. Um, but uh, it's a it's a lot of fun to to create and collaborate with Paul, and um, uh, that's that's one of the joys that we get to look forward to every week. And I, I I think it's really a great podcast. I will put all the links in the show notes because people, listeners, also my audience can really uh, get value from from your podcast. But we are not here to speaking about the, the podcast itself. Perhaps also to start the introduction. Um, Neil, you mentioned something. Coalzilla, you're the president, you founded that, or you're a co-founder. And uh, it's really important what I, I, I'm, in my research, I found out you are focusing on quality, generating consistent, exceptional customer satisfaction and company productivity. Could you please elaborate a bit how did you came to this idea to, to create such a, a big company? Because in the meantime, it's really a big company. Thank you. Well, it, it, it's, you know, we're trying to make it big. We're trying to grow, but grow it sustainably in a way that we can differentiate ourselves and help our clients. How do we help our clients? We, uh, the objective is to help their customers uh, achieve resolution in as short a time period as possible. And if we do those two things, I believe we can achieve the third objective, which is satisfaction of some sort. Um, I think if we do those things, we differentiate ourselves. Someone has told me there are maybe 70,000 call centers out in the world. I don't know if that's an accurate number, but it sounds good. And I would like to consider that probably 69,700 of them are terrible. And there's maybe two or 300 that are pretty good to really good. And I want to be in that upper echelon. Uh, that's what, what uh, motivates me. But the big thing, you know, and maybe I'm skipping ahead. The, the thing that fascinates me is to get to figure out and to create. Uh, and tried to see the crystal ball. Uh, by the way, I'm not a magician. I'm not a fortune teller at all. I'm just trying to figure out, you know, where we need to be and how we're going to be able to help uh, consumers. Uh, one of the big things that, uh, and I'm going to take this back to CX Goalkeeper to your chapter in the Customer Experience Three book. Uh, one of the things that I love the most uh, is to get rid of what you call in your model. I love this. Going back to the model, I did some research right before we we came back on today. What you call in your model in your chapter in the CX3 book, the irritant. Get rid of the irritant. And there's lots of things we'll delve into. I'll stop there. But if we can figure out in our in our customer experience operations how to get rid of the irritant, then we become a lot more successful. Thank you very much, Neil. And I can say that it was series number two, episode 16.9 and not 17. <laughs> <laughs> Right. We discussed right. about uh, uh, contact center, about customer service, not being a cost center, but being a value generating customer centric engine. And I really appreciate that you are mentioning that again. I think it's it's really the differentiator because companies has not so many contacts with uh, with with the customers anymore, and therefore they sh we should companies should leverage 
what creates value and not what it's irritating. Now, Paul, you are not in the background. Also, even if you are in, in my video below us, <laughs> you don't need to ensure that, that, that everything's work properly. The recording <laughs> is going. I try, I'm trying to keep uh, the timing, but I am already sure that we will discuss more than half an hour, but no problem at all. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I love it. You are the director of customer care at Ultramobile and Mint. And also there, you are mentioning that two topics that's really important. Please correct me if I'm saying something wrong. As uh, first contact resolution and customer yeah. satisfaction. Uh, really near or adherent of what Neil is, is telling us. What, what's your view on that? What's differentiate Ultramobile? That, that's a great question, Gregory, because there is, you know, you, the KPIs that you've spoken about there are probably most KPIs that contact centers or companies use to measure their performance um, internally and to a certain extent externally. I think where we differ, I think it's wrong, that's the wrong thing to say, where we differ is that we set increasing goals, not every year, not every two years, we set increasing goals every 13 weeks. So we run a business based on uh, iOS. So it's the, sorry, EOS, the, entre the entrepreneurial operating system. And that gives us a scorecard every 13 weeks. So what we do is we run all our KPIs for, for 13 weeks. And then after a 13 week period, if they're increasing, then we increase that goal. That obviously puts more pressure on us internally to deliver it. But it also gives our customers, whether that's voice or email, an improved customer experience. And we have, on certain occasions, achieved this amazing score in because we have different lines of business within Ultra and Mint. Uh, we have a dedicated uh, retailer arm for our Ultra customers because people can go physically into the stores and buy our Ultra Sims, unlike Mint, which is available online only. Um, We've had 100%, I'll say that again, 100% CSAT for our retailer store line because our agents there perform at such a higher level. Our retailers actually enjoy calling in and speaking to, to, to our frontline agents, which uh, sometimes may not be the case. So I think that's what differentiates us is that we don't rest on our laurels and we're always looking for ways that we can improve, whether that's through tools, whether that's through systems whether that's through processes or in most cases whether that's through agent knowledge and scripting because those i think sometimes those are the uh, are the elements or parts of an agent's toolkit that maybe people sometimes overlook they don't realize the benefits of improved coaching or you know just changing certain things on a scripting uh, a scripting basis that will, that will that will really impact customer and agent performance um i'll give you a real life example we made some changes only two weeks ago to a certain call disposition and we've seen the past week a 22 second decrease in that uh, in that call disposition which is great not only from a customer experience but also from an agent experience so yeah hope that helps mate Yes, and coming back to the highest possible customer satisfaction uh, is the secret that you are paying your customer to give you this rating or the, <laughs> your agents are saying, I will have a cut in the salary of 20%. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's probably a mixture of no, no, no I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. No, we don't pay our 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 customers or our retailers to to give us a high, uh, a, a yes. It's a simple yes, no. Um, so we certainly don't pay them to give us a yes. Um, but what we do do though is we focus meticulously on how our a cust- agents are resolving the customers' issues, but also how they're positioning the CSAT score and making sure that it's not just a simple add-on that there's some passion about it. And it's the customer's opportunity to, for us, for them to give us feedback in ways that we can improve. Um, so yeah, and again, we've driven that uh, what over the past month or so, and we've seen a five ten percent increase in our customers who are now responding to our survey as well. So it's not just simple there as a tick in the box exercise on the QA form. And I think this is what what really matters in 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 our let's say in our business. Exactly. Uh, Neil, uh, perhaps one question about your podcast together with, with Paul. And I use really adjectives that I think that are real exceptional, brilliant, outstanding, because it's really creating a big, big value. And from the point in time that you started also the collaboration together with the uh, uh, Customer Experience World Game 2021, even better, but I don't know the right words to, to define that. And um, why did you decide to, to support to support the customer experience world game 2021? Uh, that's a great question. Um, I think that when Christopher, so Christopher has been a friend of the podcast, Christopher Brooks, the founder of the CX World Game. And we told him, well, you know, we kind of saw this and well, you know, what is this? Tell us a little bit more about it. And he would tell us and I don't know if we asked him if we could be involved or he just offered. I honestly, I don't remember, but the fact that there was a possibility of being associated with it and being involved, I mean, Paul and I, I mean, Paul, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think we didn't think twice about it. It was really, can we? Yeah. Yeah, okay, exactly. Great. Exactly. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a great opportunity. And I think we didn't exactly know what we were agreeing to when we went into it in a, in a good way. But when we got there and realized, wow, we're going to interview all these amazing people, the uh, captains, the judges, um, the, the, the leaders, the fou- I mean, it was just an, an amazing experience to see how much went into planning that event and how much went into participating in the event. I mean, the work that these people did was, uh, was really uh, top-notch quality. But more importantly, it was benevolent. It helped, it's helping people. It's helping organizations in, in different parts of the world. Uh, we met just an outstanding set of people. Some of the people we already knew, some of them we didn't know, some of them we got to know a little bit better, and that was just a wonderful opportunity for us. I'm so grateful, uh, you know. And and he ha- we haven't talked about it, but if we were Christopher Brooks, if you're hearing this, <laughs> if you were to offer us again, I think Paul, Paul and I, I hope we would both say yes. I think we certainly would. I I, I think you know we just we we enjoyed it that much. Neil, I think we can test now because he's saying that, uh, so Christopher Brooks is saying that he's following my podcast. We will see if he will reply <laughs> to this request or not. No pressure. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, I, I think I, I fully agree with you. And from thinking about charity and supporting others, I was part of the Customer Experience World Games 2021. I was in one outstanding team. We didn't win, but the idea is not to win. Or we all won together being able to improve to help these these charities and improve the experience of the people collaborating and, and working with with these with these with these charities. May I add one more thing? Sorry, this this uh, Paul, you and I haven't talked about this, but this this kind of recently occurred to me is that we were in the podcast. We were interviewing 
many of the authors, the contributing authors to the Customer Experience 3 book, yeah. almost kind of in parallel at the same approximate time as the Customer Experience World Games was going on. And right. I think there was some overlap between authors and participants, but also that community, uh, quite heavily, I think, European-focused in a great way. It was just a very interesting uh, timing of all of these things. And I think it made it that much more enjoyable to be able to see, wow, we just read this person's chapter and here they are participating in the games. Or this person who is an author is also connected to these people and they participate in this organization and they live in this country and they're friends and they connect together on LinkedIn. It was a very, very connected environment. And um, again, something to, to just have really enjoyed. Yeah, absolutely. It, it was a great experience to be on, uh, Gregory. And um, so this is how it worked. I, I, for, for my memory is never the best. However, I do remember this. So uh, Mr. Brooks was a guest on our podcast. And after we recorded the podcast, we got st- talking a little bit more in detail about the customer experience world games. And it was actually Christopher that said, I'd love to get you guys on. It, it was he, he, he mentioned it. And while Neil and I were over the moon, I don't think either of us thought it was ever going to come true. And then, will be told, honestly, he's such a genuine guy that he said, right, we're doing it. And I think it's just an amazing, yes, it's an amazing experience. It's an amazing, I guess, body of work that's being done at the moment, right? But ultimately, the, the CX world has a lot to be thankful for for Mr. Brooks in terms of creating that. Um, you know, it's just it's just a great, great, thing to be up and running and i never thought that i you know a welsh lad from a small town in in north wales would ever be part of something so global i guess so yeah i'm i'm very proud i'm very humble um to be part of that i think what you're saying i can only confirm that i am sure that next year i will participate again because it's really an outstanding opportunity also to refresh the connection within the customer experience community and it's really a great community to learn about customer experience and the most important is to help also other other people. Coming back to, to, to your podcast, you, are, you mentioned some of your guests and you had really outstanding guests and quite a lot of, of discussions. And I think we are all six professionals. You are also working in the customer experience field and perhaps also to, to show the importance of podcasting and listening to podcast create podcast. Um, let's start with Neil. What is the biggest learning that you have in your last, let's say, roughly two years or three years being part of the um, podcast Fars, um, Far Chat Without Fars? I love this question. So it's such an opportunity to interact with thought leaders. And some of the thought leaders we know ahead of time, some of them we meet for the first time there. Um, and sometimes we're humans, right? You have an impression of people that you maybe you see in their photo on LinkedIn or you read their things on LinkedIn or you know, you've seen them on a webinar or something like that. It's easy to make a very quick judgment. And and I admit I said, eh, this one, I'm not so sure about this person. That person is really smart, but not so nice. This one's gonna be really boring. And what we've learned is it the judgment, don't judge. Because once we come on and hit the record button, this it comes alive. And everyone shines in their own unique way. Some, some of the guests are incredibly expressive. Some of them are incredibly brilliant. Some of them are so brilliant, but not as articulate and fun. Anyway, it's a mix of personalities. And, and bottom line is we've learned a lot. Uh, I don't always agree personally 
with the things that each of the guests say. Uh, sometimes I express that disagreement. Sometimes I just keep it to myself and that's okay. Um, what I have learned, and this is kind of, you know, just thinking out loud. So I, Paul and I are both in the contact center portion of customer experience. And we get, we're the intersection of so many different theories of practices, of ideas, of research, but we're on the front line. We live this every day. There are some of our guests that are not living this every day. They're writing about it. They're asking the people that are on the front lines every day. So they, they have a different perspective than us. Not better, not worse, different. That's okay. For me, the greatest thing that I'm focusing on right now in this particular moment in time is I don't want to hear anyone tell me anymore, you should, you have to, you must, this, 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 this. I don't want to hear it. I, I, I don't want to hear it. What I want to hear is really, if we do this, how do we connect this activity to the business and make sure that whatever the activity is, it makes sense for the business. I think in our CX community, we don't always connect the two. I think in our CX community, there are individuals that don't know how to connect the two, and that's an opportunity for us. But these two have to be linked together. I'd wrap this this answer up with one final uh, kind of thought, which is we just recently interviewed a person, an author named Rishad Tobakwala. We interviewed him uh, just a few days ago. the, The podcast is not yet published. And what a guy to challenge our thoughts in many things. I'm thinking we have to connect the, the, the CX thing to the business, but he's telling us don't manage by spreadsheet. It's killing us. Company needs to stop managing by spreadsheet. And so again, like I, I have my world changed thinking this way and then that way. The, the podcast is a beautiful way to be challenged every single week by different people with different thoughts and different perspectives. That's one of the things I love about it. Thank you, Neil. I'm looking forward to, to listen to this uh, to this podcast. And basically, what, what you are saying is strongly linked to, to what uh, Gary Vaynerchuk is saying, that he will never bring his company public because then he will have shareholders and he needs to deliver on a quarterly basis and he wants to deliver on the long term. For sure, he created his business. He can decide if the owner is accountable for that. But I think this, this way of thinking, it's, it's outstanding. Now coming to you, Paul. What's uh, what's your your biggest learning from from the podcast? By the way, I can't wait to hear this this response. I'm I'm, I'm excited to hear this one. I'm really curious to know what so, the whole thing. Well, don't don't be that excited because more or less, I was going to say what Neil was going to say word for word. So I'd be going, oh my god, what am I going to say now? Um, so yeah, hundred percent with with everything that Neil said. It is you can't sometimes help but but think what people are going to be like before you meet them. And I've had my opinion changed of so many people for the better, um, just being being able to host and co-host and co-create the, the podcast. Um, I think as well, the biggest learning for me is just the kindness of, I want to say the CX community, but I think I'll put a broader span on that um, in people in general. You know, we ask them to come on to the podcast. We ask them to do some pre-work. Um, we take up, 30, 40, maybe sometimes an hour of their time every Friday. And they do it willingly. And they come on and they share valuable content and valuable insight. And not once has anybody said, um, we'll do it. We'll do it at a cost. We'll charge you. And it has to be about us. 
Nobody has come on and said that. Nobody has demanded that we put their picture on the on the on the podcast artwork, for example. Nobody has said you have to promote our business, you have to promote our book. It's all been done from the kindness of people's hearts. And I think, Gregorio, that really is that's priceless, right? And for me, that's why I, I enjoy it. I don't enjoy it, that's wrong. I love it. I'm I'm very, very thankful of Neil really to get me involved and to be part of this, you know, this, this CX community. If I'd never started the podcast, I'd have never met you, for example, Gregorio, right? And, you know, I, I've been very, very lucky. I've met some of my CX, CX heroes. I've met people who have expanded my mind in terms of way of thinking. Um, yes, Richard was a wonderful guest, but also I'd like to call out Jess. Jess Noble was the first one who, who really, for me, made the penny drop about, CX and business, right? Up until then, it was all kind of, we have to improve, we have to improve CX. Why? Because it's better customer experience. All right, that makes sense, right? But it wasn't until we met with Jess and Jess went, you need to improve customer experience because it has an impact on the bottom dollar and this is why. And it was then for me that was like, ah, I get it. And that definitely for me has been one of the biggest learnings. Um, So yeah, there you go. If you enjoyed this episode, please share the word of mouth, subscribe it, share it. Until the next episode, please don't forget, we are not in a B2B or B2C business, we are in a human-to-human environment. Thank you.